Welcome to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the Challenge Double Agents, Episode 18, Part 1 of the finale. I am Alan Aguirre. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We got Mr. Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? We made it. And Miss Nikki Sin. Hello. We're finally here, kind of. <laughs> yep, and it is a two-part finale where they're going to give us, I think, a one-hour episode each rather than push the pace and give us one 90-minute episode. they got to get those viewers for an extra week. they got to get that advertiser for an extra week. They're keeping us on the hook because we're talking about it right here, right now. And before we got the final, we got a scene of the house where four, where the four pairs all had their little party in the igloo, hyping themselves up for why they're going to win. Uh, what do you guys think of, like, before the final sequence? It looked lame, but, I mean, I guess if you've got eight people who pretty much like each other, and it's going to be lame. But it was nice. You know, I will say, seeing the eight of them there, I thought, okay, these are all fairly solid people. Yeah, it gave me very, like, like early on pandemic, like, party vibes when they were like, okay, you can have ten <laughs> people, um, but you can't go anywhere cool. So we're just like, okay, let's, I don't know, let's go to Nani's backyard or wherever. <laughs> Right, and I I saw them with, like, two bottles. I'm like, is that all they gave them to, like, split amongst eight people? Surely not. Yeah, like, I don't even really drink anymore, you know, not to brag or anything. Uh, not like I'm better than everyone. Uh, but I was like, two bottles? There's eight of them there. I, that's what they get, like, in a normal challenge house, and then you got to ask for more, and then you got and they put the blue food coloring in it because apparently Tanya used to go to the – like the challenges in fresh meat with vodka in her water bottle and stuff like that. So that's why they put the food coloring in the drinks too. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene, I think on invasion where Kayla is just drinking the blue vodka and then drinking the beer to chase it with. And it was just, it was, it was a cool visual. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think the opening sequence was mainly just to hype up all the pairs and to make you think like anyone could win because I, I really think this is one of the few finals we've ever had where I looked at all four teams and thought, yeah, they could actually all win because you have Leroy and Nani, who are a great story. Fessy and Casey, who are the villains. Like, I think Team San Diego back on Battle of the Seasons, like, nobody wants to see them win, but they're good. Yeah. Uh, you, you got CT, who has the most experience, Amber, who has the least, and then Corey and Cam, who are on the precipice of grabbing the brass ring. They've been, they're experienced, they've been hungry to win. I agree. Many final appearances out of those two. Like, it, it feels like this is the natural progression. But you're right. I think they definitely set up Fessy and Casey to be the villains. We have that segment where Nani and Cam are like, hey, they're so ahead of themselves. Like, the thing that they're lacking is definitely experience. We've got that. I mean, their experience on the challenge, although, like, I'm not trying to give Fessy any credit, but in terms of their experience on the challenge, the two seasons they've done, haven't they both made it to a yeah, final? Yeah, they steamrolled it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Casey, Casey has as many finals as Donnie. Uh, I mean, I know that Cam said, like, oh, wh- why is Casey so overconfident? Why is she so cocky? She's, like, Betsy's rubbing off her. I'm, like, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, yeah, but Casey is really good. She's actually, like, way better than Fessy in the female division because she has killed the challenges. She's killed the social game. She's killed the political game. She's just not entertaining. And she won Big Brother. So she, she has that over him. She, she won $500,000 already. Right. With a similar strategy of like, you know, silent, silent but deadly. 
I think Cam and Leroy specifically feel a bit jaded by Casey, and I can understand why. And now it's just like, okay, you're good, but we're not going to give you that credit because you kind of spit on us in the process. Yeah, and then, you know, and I'm I'm proud of Corey because, uh, as you know, he's doing it for his family. He has a family? Uh, that stack of photos, like, I wish my wallet looked like that. It was like, I was like, wait a minute, doesn't he only have two kids? <laughs> You, you can have multiple sure photos of your kids. It's not, you know, yeah, I loved the it. The stack was, like, this I like, thick. I like to imagine it's, like, a bunch of his kids, and then it becomes Taylor, and then it becomes photos of Nelson, and then at the bottom, it's, like, I don't know, Alicia for, like. Yeah, I was literally about to say, throw in Alicia. Yeah. And, and King Mitch Reed, who I, oh, I, yeah. I recently learned is now a cameraman on Teen Mom. Love that. What? In his bag. Yeah. Wait, wasn't King he an accountant? No. Now he's a cameraman. Wow, well, okay. All right. Good for King Mitch. Uh, we get into the final itself, and TJ drops the bomb on everyone. He says, last place in the final on day one is going to be Purge. And my immediate reaction was, Ugh. it was gross. I'm like, why, why did you tell us you need a skull to run this final just to cut off people's legs when we get there? I agree. And my gut immediately dropped because if I know Cam, who I love and I'm rooting for, her track record with purges and finals are not great. Yeah, it, it it definitely worried me because I there's somebody on each team that I'm rooting for. Like at, at the very least, there's one person on each team that I'm rooting for. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm like I kind of they all worked pretty hard to get there. Well, and again, as Alan said, what was the point of the skulls then? I I gotta say, I almost like crap my pants because. It dramatic. really, it really, you know, it set in that moment for me because, like, I've been a Leroy fan since day one of Rivals 1. On that season, he was the only person I knew. Him and Mike were the only two people I know. So I've had that really deep attachment to Leroy for a long time. And it set in in this moment that, like, this could be Leroy's final episode of the challenge and he can get purged. And I'm going to cry if that happens. I'm going to, like, fall. Like, I- I'm a grown man, but, like, Leroy to me is almost like a friend because of how long I've watched him. And I was like, oh, my, if they do this to Leroy in his, like, last episode of the challenge, it would be one of the worst TV moments ever. I I would lose it. It was also a really touching scene to see him just, like, become so overwhelmed with emotion when he was when he was doing the, like, the, the cut to him and Nani talking about starting the final when he started crying. Oh, my heart. I know. I was going to say, my heart as well. And he was like, you know, there's nobody else to rather do this with the Nani. And they gave the cut back to them in 2010 or whenever their Vegas season was. And I'm like, they were babies, and now here they are. And this is his last one. And I wanted to tell her, like, this is my last one, Nani. And they finally gave, like, a cutback. I feel like in the last like few seasons we haven't gotten, like, flashbacks to, like, why people don't like each other. Or they just, like, will show the hall raw that was the week before. Right. Yeah, they they got that All Stars editing this week finally, where they show them in Real World Las Vegas. Uh, again, though, it, it, with Leroy for me, it was just I just thought about the X's two final where him and Teresa started like two hours behind Jay and Jenna, and eventually they caught up to them and beat them and got pretty decently close to Jordan and Sarah. And but then I thought about the Rivals one final where him and Mike Mike started in third place, and I'm just like, oh my god, Leroy always starts these finals in last place, and he does eventually catch up to like second, but like. Purges didn't exist back then. Purges exist now, and if you get caught at the wrong moment, it was just fear was instilled in me. 
Yeah, and I think I don't like that. I know it makes it so like the second part of the final, you can, you know, visualize more people or have focus on those people. But we can't underestimate people having a good second day. They could have a blowout second day and pull through. Turbo, yeah. Turbo just, you know, he had a great second day on World of Worlds one. He came, he I mean, he was behind Wes on 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 day one. Day two kills it. Agreed. Uh, and also the TJ announces that the winners of the season get nine hundred thousand dollars to split. Second place a hundred thousand, and third place gets nothing, which is really ridiculous to me. Like, why can't we up it to like third place gets a hundred, second place gets two hundred. Uh, first place gets 700,000. Cause back in the day when they would have third place get nothing, they were playing for $300,000. It's, it's right. way different now. It's, it's harder now. So why are we giving these players less? I agree. And my mindset is, okay, you bring four teams there. If the fourth team gets purged, okay, they don't get anything. Sure. It's like last place in the final, but all the other ones, absolutely. And I know it's, it incentivizes being the winner, but like there should be some incentive to making that final as well. Yeah, and and finishing the final, because thinking back to when you know uh, X's two or whatever when it was Jay and Jenna, mm-hmm. they like all they had to do was finish and they were, they would get some money, but that's no incentive to finish it at all. Yeah, Devin Simone finishing the final on free agents was like a really big moment because like you know that that was her battle. It wasn't can she win? It's can she finish the final? And she finished the final. It took her a long time, but she did it. And she got paid. Yeah, she got paid. <laughs> yep. And she's still getting paid, as she should. As she should. The final kicks off with a three-mile run, and it turns out they have a hurricane going on during it. They're going through rocky terrain, uphill, downhill. So this isn't your normal three miles. It only it only says three miles, but this is more like, I don't know, like a seven, eight-mile run with everything going on and all the stuff that they're going through. There are rocks on the ground, and you could really see them with the GoPro cameras, which I, I usually hate the GoPro cameras, but for this final, it really gave you a sense of, like, what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. At, at first, when he mentioned a hurricane, I was like, they're in Iceland. They don't get hurricanes, but I guess I'm just stupid because once they started that run, you're exactly right, Alan. You could see just how crazy it was. I also liked, uh, with like, with the GoPros, it was interesting to see all the different points of view because I'm so used to seeing some like cameraman try to catch up going with them or like so it was was nice to see you sort of felt like you were in the final with them it would show like oh like Nani's cam and like she's running you're like okay like this is what she was seeing when when she was running it and those rocks looked so unstable it reminded me of when you like you first like walk into some water at like a a beach you've never been at someone's like oh it's fine just don't the the first part is rocks and you get to sand you're like okay and you're walking like so wobbly. No, I'll never forget. There was one time with uh, friends. We went to this beach called San Onofre, and the tides were so high, and it was just all rocks. There was no sand. It was rocks, then beach. And we just kept hitting get hitting from the tide, would hit us into the rocks, and it was the worst experience of my life. And that's what I thought of when watching this final. There, there, there are really two types of finals. There are bad finals, and there are visually stunning finals, and this is a visually stunning final. I agree. It's been a visually stunning season. I think we're a little over the black rock, the really, really green, you know, grass, I guess, with like the gray sky. But it is really, really pretty. And, you know, typically a three-mile run, like you said, Alan, would be a walk in the park. But if you can't have any footing, that's really tough. Yeah, I, I'm too clumsy, so I, I don't think I could <laughs> could run that very well. I have the balance of like an egg 
Humpty Dumpty and I, same playing level. In the run, uh, I felt bad for Nani because she was clearly the eighth place runner. Uh, she's not necessarily bad when it comes to cardio. It's just all the actually bad people are gone. And because of that, she's looking less impressive. Uh, and again, it's like that thing with Leroy. It's like, oh my God, come on, Nani, please, please. Just, I don't know how she could become better, but I want her to become better in that moment because I, I don't want to see either of them fail. I agree. That's, that was my first thought when they panned her in dead last. I'm like, if Leroy goes home today, it would be because of Nani, let's be real. And I was like, that's so crushing. Like, if she's the reason that his last season ever ends like this, horrible. And she wouldn't even know. I feel like a good motivation would have been right before to be like, Nani, I got to tell you this. I've been, like, holding it in all season. Cam's the only one that knows. Uh, this is, like, this is my last season. I will not be coming to compete on the challenge again. It was great that he went at her pace. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that's a good motivator. Yeah, it's better than what Bessie was doing. <laughs> Every, well, everything is <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't better. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Bessie's just an, a jerk. I, I really, yes, I wanted Leroy to yell at, at Nani a little bit and be like, "Come on, pick it up." But you know, as he said in his confessional, "I'm going to be nice, going to be kind." But I don't really know what like motivates Nani in that realm. So I'm sure Leroy knows more than I would since I'm just a spectator, but I wanted her to just pick it up. There was also in, in terms of yelling, a really interesting moment when Amber, Amber V like turns around and is like yelling at CT. She's like, come on, CT. CT's like, don't yell at me. Excuse me. I think he said it so fast that I had no clue if he actually said it. I was like, did I imagine that in my brain? <laughs> verbatim i think he said don't talk to me like that and it caught me off guard because that's how cc talks to his partners yeah like wait a minute wait a damn minute um yeah now can we get some some playbacks exactly like maybe a cutscene of him saying that to big t i (laughs) if you listen to this podcast regularly you know that i'm not the biggest amber b fan but she smoked that run (laughs) <laughs> she's so good and I think the long legs that comes in handy in a run like this where you gotta make those strides because when you're going uphill you gotta you gotta really you gotta take those like lunges and I, I gotta say there is part of me that's like okay maybe we should have seen this coming because she is a model which people are like yeah model means she's hot but like no no, no. she is an actual model she's not a fake model she, she like her specific body type to stay that thin with also having curves in certain places, you're probably running a lot daily while maintaining like a strict diet. So it makes sense on paper, but we haven't seen this person all season. She like really impressed me. And I, it also sort of made me wonder, was she maybe like holding back throughout the season? Yeah. I was you don't want to come in too hot as a rookie, right? That's true. I mean, she won those two hall brawls, which were easy, but you know, I think that Darrell is a great partner with her, but like he doesn't stick out of the crowd that much anymore. Whereas like CT is like, she knew she had him as the partner. She knew he'd won those three finals before this. She feels like she's on top of the world. She has motivation. It's, it's game time. And maybe she just needed that really intense feeling of like, Hey, this is make or break it right now. Even with Darrell, she was never good. Like, they never did well together. And, like, that mini final, they came in, like, sixth or seventh place. So, again, it's just, like, 
how, who is this person? It's just she killed it. Uh, good for her winning that first portion. Uh, Fessy and Casey come in second. Corey and Cam, my bad. Corey and Cam come in third right behind them. And fourth was Leroy Nani. It was a good first portion. And we're going to talk about the second portion right now. Switching into the second portion after the initial run, CT announces that they will be playing a mystery game with a big advantage. And it's the same thing as the first daily challenge of the season where players had to run up a giant hill, uh, memorize a pipe that had colored strands on it. They would then go to the, their little station and plug in wires that coordinate with the colors on the pipe. It gets really physical in the mail round between Fessy and CT. Uh, all the men don't want CT to win, and then CT goes on to win. Yeah, when when TJ announced that this was you know the little thing and there was an advantage that would come from it, I was like, please don't let CT and Amber B win this. But I really did think it was cool that they brought this back from the first day. It kind of gave the season, like, I know the final's not over after this, but kind of a cap-end type feeling. We're like, oh, we've seen this before. This is something they should be good at, or at least prepared for, because they've done it. Uh, and then, yeah, CT wins his round, and it's like, damn. Which is which is odd, because I feel like he didn't... I don't remember him doing too, too well the in the in the first episode. I know that Fessy was the, the male winner. So I, I sort I, of expected more. I will say that CT the first time around, he was just like there throwing the shoe at Wes. Like he was, he was, cause he wasn't in the main pile of people wrestling cause he's like, I'm too old to be wrestling 10 other dudes. I'm not going to wrestle Michi. I'm not going to wrestle Josh. I'm not going to wrestle Jay. That's like beneath me. I'm too old for this. But this is the final on the line. So he's like, Oh, wrestle Fessy? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that all day. Uh, and he's, we know, we know CT's smart, so he'll kill this. Yeah, and him and Fessy, too, like, they've had their banter all season long. But when Fessy would not, like, even let him see it, and it was getting super physical, and you even heard Casey being like, just let him see it. Like, you're tiring yourself out for no reason. Like, lose the ego. It was so funny to me. Because those two guys, whether you like CT and hate Fessy, you can admit, they have huge egos. So, yeah, it's time to shine right now. They do. I also found it confusing that Fessy was trying trying to hide the, like, hide the capsule from from CT because you're you're just giving the other guys more time to figure it out. Like you're you're giving Corey and Leroy some headway because they they could just be over there solving it. You don't know that. Why are you putting in so much energy to like stop someone else? You'd be putting in more energy to motivate yourself more and get yourself going. And then the female round. Oh my god! And then the female round goes and really shocking. Really shocking. Amber B pulls out the W. Uh, it's who is again? Who is this person? I don't this know is, who this person is. This is just She's Amber. Not been here all season. This yeah. is just Amber. Amber B is gone. Amber M is gone. This is Amber. Which is so funny since TJ still called her Amber B. I'm like, okay, you can give it up now. But you're right. Totally crazy. And yeah, she got slammed to the ground before the commercial break. I think. And you know, I think it might have been. Casey that was like, all right, girl, welcome to an actual final. And I'm like, well, eat your words, Casey. She didn't have to, like, be super physical with you all, and she still won this. It's insane to me. It's not too shocking in the sense that Nani and Casey aren't puzzle people, and while Cam can solve puzzles, she usually does so at, like, a pace. 
in that, like, Cam is about accuracy rather than speed in whatever thing she takes on. Uh, and that sometimes bites her in the butt. It's just, you know. I think yeah, it also... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Luke. I'm so sorry. Uh, I just was going to say, you know, we've not really seen Amber B perform on a puzzle. We saw the math problem, but this was definitely not a math problem, so maybe this is a hidden skill of hers. I also think that it was helpful that the other girls underestimated her. They absolutely had no no inclination that, you know, Amber was going to win this or she was going to do well at all. So I think that their underestimating her gave her that underdog story and and helped her. Not only that, but there, she ended up being, being the overall winner. Uh, and I think that's partially because there was much less wrestling in the female round versus the male round. I think that's what they were busy doing. Amber B gets like the twist is instead of like a time advantage, she gets to choose who her partner is, and she sticks with CT because like why why would you take Fessy at this point? Why would you take anyone else at this point? Yeah, I'll be honest, I love the twist. Like usually twist the final, I'm like that's so dumb, but the whole season's been about switching partners. Loved it, and yeah, it was a no brainer not to switch. And I have to ask myself, would CT have switched? I don't know. I, I was a little confused because the way that it was phrased, uh, I know, shocking, I was confused about something that TJ said, but he was like, oh, do you want to go rogue, steal a partner? And I was like, wait, could, could she have just gone rogue? Could she have run the final by herself? Yeah. Was at, that at, an option? At first when he said go rogue, I thought, wait, like, why would she be by herself? So you're exactly right. I was like, yeah. he should have just said, do you want to switch? If Fessy had won, he keeps Casey most likely. Uh, I did find it hilarious that Fessy was like, oh, wow, I dodged a bullet, but Amber not stealing. He, he had that look on his face like that Amber didn't steal me. It's like, bro, she didn't want to steal you. She's killing this final by herself. It's like she lost you. You didn't like. <laughs> uh, and then if Cam had won this, do you think she would have stole Leroy? I, f- I honestly don't know. Like. I know we went back and forth about, like, you know, if one of them wins, they at least bring money home. But if they both win together, that's 900K as opposed to 450K. And I, she might see how he's doing with Nani so far and be like, ooh, I don't want him to lose this. But then there's also that sort of that sort of screws over Nani, right? And it seems like like Nani are in Cam are friends now as opposed to, you know, World of the World. They're friends. But you screw over Nani in that situation. I'm sorry. Like I like I love Nani, but you gotta screw over your friend. That's like that's a cutthroat play you gotta make. But that's also your boyfriend's friend. I think what happens is if if Cam were to win that, and she she would still Leroy and be like Nani, I'm I'm putting you in good hands. Corey's still a great partner, but she could also wipe her brow and be like, okay, I don't have Corey either. Not that Corey's horrible, but like she's gonna have more motivation to win if she's next to Leroy. That's, that's like an exec. That's an executive executive decision. I think you have to make because it's his last season. If it wasn't his last season, you don't make that move. But like, if you see your man drowning in fourth place, you got to lift him up. Well, here's a real question: If Leroy were to win that, would he go to Cam or would he go to Casey? Hmm. I think he still feels betrayed by Casey. That's true. That's true. Because given, like, it, it made sense that, that Casey and Fessy were going to partner up, but 
you know, to Leroy, this is something that he's like, have they been plotting this all season? Right. And I don't think he would do that to Nani in that situation. If it meant Nani would be the Fessy. So that's, that's fair. I think it's more meaningful for Leroy on his last season to be running it with, you know, the person he started his like MTV journey with. Right. Well, not the only person, but. If Nani won, my bad. If Nani won this, do you think she would steal Corey to give Cam to Leroy because she'd want to see Leroy win with Cam and she knows she can't win the final? Do you think she would do that? I feel like that's something that like Nani as a friend would do. That is a, a crazy concept that I've not thought of, but I'll think through it right here. Maybe. Nani is very selfless, and I do think after that first running portion, she's like, I'm, I'm tying him down. Yeah, I think that, I think that she would definitely consider it. I think that maybe, maybe Cam would also come up with that idea and be like, Nani, switch. Do it. I don't know, because I think that's such a slap in the face, too, because it'd essentially be like, Nani, we think you're being purged, so like, Corey, you're going to get purged, too. And I know in the final, it doesn't matter, like, all bets are off, but that would be such a tough situation. Yeah, if Nani, if, oh, I'll go for it. Well, I was just going to say, and Corey's doing it for his family, and Fessy wouldn't switch because he's too much of an introvert, so. Right. If Nani did that, it would top the Nelson sacrificing himself to put himself in elimination for Corey. Because that would be like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. This final, there's so many little twists. And I, I actually do hate this twist that you can switch partners because that should not be a thing. Like you win the skull to get here. Now we're switching it again. After a whole portion too. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I was curious if Amber would have switched like how they've done the times, I guess, just average them. I don't know. I don't hate the the switching partners. I just hated that it was like a possibility every week. I think it should have been like, I don't know, some stupid security breach would happen. And then you were able to maybe switch partners. It was just like tiring that like every week. Yeah, I, I, I liked it for the season because it was one of the only things that added intrigue to a boring game. Because it was just like, oh, what can happen? Well, like, how can things shift? Or, like, you know, because we hit a point in the season where it just hit a very boring lull. And that was the that was the only thing at the end of episodes where, like, oh, how, how are things going to shake up? Yeah, and I think it added a level of upward mobility, at least in the game, of, like, you don't like your partner, you can switch. If you're ballsy enough to do it. It only annoyed me after a while because it became too predictable. It was like, okay, so which girl is going to steal Fessy and which guy is going to steal Cam? That's true. That's true. And who's going to be mean to Big T? <laughs> it's all. After this, we had a section where the players had to run. I mean, oh, so I want to backtrack a little bit. During the female portion of the the, the second twist that Amber won, the hurricane was really in full force. Even TJ was covering his face. <laughs> It was like, yeah. a, like a small animal. He was like. It definitely added a level of intensity that otherwise probably wouldn't have been there. I enjoyed it. Agreed. I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if the season didn't already have such a like dark color scheme going on. Yeah, given very Wizard of Oz vibes, like you're about to see a house and red slippers under it. And yeah. Yeah. 
After this, the players had. Sorry. Yeah. After this, the players had to run again and uh, grab some keys at the top of a mountain and then come back down to unlock a, an eating portion is what they would find. And <laughs> we're gonna take a quick little break here because we're about to jump right into that section. And we're back. And the next portion of the final was them running up the mountain and. Fessy is trying to push Casey to go as fast as she can. Even Corey knows, like, man, he's pushing her past your limit. Because, like, Casey can run, but if you make her go at your pace, Fessy, then she's going to become exhausted. CT is just trying to keep up with Amber. Uh, Corey and Cam are going at a great pace together. And Leroy and Nani, again, are just trailing. It hits a point where after they grab their keys and on the way back, Casey slips. And her knee does not go in the way that a knee should go. It is pretty obvious, like, immediately that it's not good. Uh, Cam and Corey walk by them, like, run by them, and they see it, like, oh, man, are you okay? And then they just run by because they can't, they can't stop because it's the final. Like, you stop there, and CT and Amber win. Uh, Leroy and Honey, same situation. Fessy is just sitting there, like, upset, like, ugh. Like, how could you dare fall? How Like, he never thought to himself, like, hey, maybe I shouldn't push Casey to go this fast. Wow. Well. Yeah, that entire portion, a few takeaways. Leroy and Nani, pick it up. But, yeah, Casey clearly was at her limit. And when she fell, I'm like, well, no no crap that it was going to happen. Like, you're overexerting her. And, and, you know, he wasn't very compassionate. He just sat there and smirked and looked at the camera and looked at Nani and threw his hands up and they passed. And it's like, compassion, love, is this not your friend? Is this not who you want to be on? And I don't want to call it karma, uh, especially not for Casey. Like, I hate that for her. But it's like, how might have things panned out if she ran with Leroy? Or how might have things panned out if Festy were a decent partner? I'd um, like to note that when Corey and Cam ran by, although they obviously couldn't stop to help, both of them did yell out that she needed a medic. Mm-hmm, right. So that's yeah. that was already more helpful than Fessy was. Fessy, like, I'm not saying he has to like, he had to like hold her hand through the whole final, but you could physically hold your your friend's hand while they're screaming in pain. Like we've seen, I'm sure Casey's like, I don't know, scraped her knee during a during a daily or something, but like you you could tell she was wailing in pain. Yeah, I I, I just can't I just can't imagine like not blaming myself in that moment, even if like. Even if it wasn't my fault, even if I was, like, running slower than Casey, I'd be like, man, if I was running faster and was catching up to her, then I would have been able to make sure she didn't fall. Like, Fessy, what the hell, bro? He just, he doesn't care, and he, he's a lot, like, he has an obviously completely polar opposite physique to Casey. It's not that Casey's not in shape or anything, but she's, she's smaller, so her, her running leg span is totally different from his. And also, he was like... He was already at TJ and was like, okay, Casey, let's go. Just didn't care. Yeah. And it needs to be a lesson for Festy. Now, will he learn? Probably not. But, you know, not every season is an individual season. He did one last season and didn't win. You've got to be able to work well with people. And of all people that are left, even of all people that started the season with him, Casey should have been the one to do it, and he still couldn't do it. Yeah, if he wasn't rushing her, she probably wouldn't have slipped. Yeah. But he, but for some reason he can't. He never even thinks about that. It never even passes his mind. Uh, we get to the eating portion. 
uh, we, the food, usually I'm like, oh, this food isn't that bad. This food is, you know, it's, this is doable. This time around, it looked pretty intense. They had to eat like sheep heart, ram testicles for the second time this season. Uh, they had to drink a whole giant mug of blood. Uh, sheep face, sheep face actually didn't look that bad. I'm real, real deal. And a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> that, that's so funny to me because the one thing that really got me was sheep face. Like I just imagined like the texture of even my own cheek with like hair out of it. Oh, it made me feel sick. It, it looked a little crispy. That's why I was like, oh, that, that that's a little bit easier. Like because you could like fold it and just like take it down. Whereas like when you bite into the round testicle, because those were big meaty round testicles. You bite into it, and you just know there's so much stuff inside of there. Uh, yeah. None of it looked that bad to me. What? Okay, Nikki. I mean, no, because usually it's stuff like stomach or intestine, and I'm like, I've eaten intestine before. I've eaten this and that. I'm like, I've never had ram testicle in my life. I'm not, I'm not actively trying to eat that. The pint of blood, and, you know, maybe that's a delicacy. I doubt it is in Iceland. Uh, maybe it's not that bad, but just the concept of drinking blood, I think, is so overwhelming. Like, you could even put, like, know, flavoring in it. I, ugh. I know in other countries what people do, uh, like, blood is a common thing eaten, eaten in African countries, where you'll have a goat, and you have the goat for milk, but then you could also, like, stack the goat, take the blood out, eat it, and, like, the, the goat will still be alive. Um, it, it's a thing. Uh, it's, yeah... It's a delicacy in Latin countries too, like blood sausage, blood pudding, blood soup, etc., etc. Uh, I didn't think the blood was that bad. It also had a good strawberry color to it in this episode. It was a cool mug too. <laughs> the yeah, mug it was, was a cool. cool. Mug. I was <laughs> like, it's frosted. I know that I am. <laughs> I... I, bro, I'm Mexican from uh, Southern California, so I've gone to some weird Asian markets. I've gone to some weird Latin markets. Where I've gotten some weird foods in the past, and some of them slap. It, it's weird, but I'll, I'll try anything. I'm not going to try ram testicles, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about that life. <laughs> That's fair. This is part of my people's culture, stealing other people's culture. So we gotta like test it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I cracked up at Leroy being like, I mean, I'm most used to the testicles, but it goes with what Alan said. Like they've already eaten testicles once this season, so you know what that tastes like. I feel like the 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 spray back of it would be very similar to like, you know, I I don't have, I can't have any different word. You know, when you eat a sausage at like a barbecue and you take a bite of it and it just kind of like, Oh yeah. 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 Okay. yeah that's what I feel like. Yeah, the okay. spray back. Not that kind of spray back. I don't know what kind of barbecue. Look, man, you, you open with it. testicles, you go into that. I'm not, what are, what are we to expect? What we don't has, open with testicles. What has, my, what has my browser history told me to expect? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's um, all uh, incognito, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's eating. They're doing pretty good. Uh, Corey is, like, open about, like, yeah, I'm really good at eating and puking. That, that's my thing. I'll try it, and I'll puke. I'll try it. It's, it's a good format. Cam, not a good eater. Just, like, I did find it funny when she was like, Corey, why don't you eat? And Corey's like, I, I got food in my mouth already. It's you or not? It's you who's, like, <laughs> maybe a little bit slower. They yeah. Funny. They were funny, and I don't. I think it was what was it? Final Reckoning, where she got purged for not finishing an eating challenge fast enough, or being like the one that eat the least. I was like, oh, she's really gonna struggle. 
it was really interesting to me to see their different strategies, I guess. Like CTs was definitely like eat, 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 peer pressure, amber, peer pressure, amber, peer pressure, amber. Leroy and Nani were like, we can do this, we can do this. But Cam and Corey were like, this is going to suck. Corey's like, I'm going to pretend like I'm eating it and spit it out because you're right, Alan, that's a great strategy. It was all gross. The throw-up montage, oh, couldn't do it. I was just eating my noodles. Just, I was fine. I think it's because I'm not athletic, and I know this is probably the only portion other than a trivia challenge that I would be successful in. They'd be like, just you just have to eat this stuff. It's it's fine. And I just I want to note that it was really cute when Corey was uh, talking to Cam while they were eating. He's like, okay, now you're having like the sheep something, and she's like, don't tell me what I'm eating. I don't want to know. Right. Ignorance. Is Le- uh, Leroy was killing it. Nani was struggling, but she was trying her best because of Leroy. Uh, I think CT, I don't know if CT actually enjoys eating this food, but I know he knows that the edit will look better on him if he's like, ah, da, 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 da. let me, I mean, I'm this monster who eats all this food. I'm the cookie monster when it comes to gross food. And he kind of got Amber. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, you know. And he kind of got Amber on that same train too. Amber with her beautiful blue eyes with all the puke on, like the red blood on her face looked actually kind of gnarly. She looked like the hottest walking dead zombie ever. She looked like a vampire. I loved it. I will give her more credit, which you guys know I never do, but I have this entire episode. She was killing it in terms of how well she could kill it. But, like, I was impressed. We're Again. even calling her Amber and not Amber B. Yeah. Again, who is this person? I've not seen this Amber. person all season. And I'm like, no, if there was an idea of a person named Amber in those previous episodes, that, that person is gone. This is a new person. I have no idea who she is. She's killing this final. Uh, Casey somehow gets the medic to tape her leg up and allow her to walk down the mountain with Fessy, and she gets to the eating portion. She pops it open, and she just takes a big bite of ram testicle, and Fessy refuses to eat while she's just killing herself with one leg. It is one of the weakest moments in challenge history, I think, because his partner with a bad leg, is still trying, and he can't even taste it. It's this is why this is why people hate you, Matt. This is exactly why people hate you. And here's the thing: I can play devil's advocate. I understand Fessy's point of if we're going home anyways, why would I do this? But it's also like you've made it this far. Your partner, who you know is not going to make it. I mean, I'm speculating here, but like she looks pretty bad off. Just eat it. Like if she's doing it, like. I know you might think she's let you down. Don't let her down. Make her feel like it's okay that even though she's hurt and you guys might go home, you're still going to be in this. But he's like, nope, I'm washing my hands because Casey's done, we're done. It's so frustrating but so fessy. All he had to do was, like, I don't know, play along with it, like humor her a little bit by doing it. And it brought me, like, right back to Jay and Jenna, Exus 2, when he was like, oh, I can't drink this, so I guess we're just out. I guess we just won't do it. I I absolutely would be like screaming at him. I'd be like, "You're the gonna other put this ball were. in your mouth." Yeah, I mean, Casey was. The other players were, and they're like, it, "I don't know how you can call yourself a top dog and then and then do this. You're you're an absolute loser, bro." I just flat out. It's infuriating to me too because the two people he took out this season, Nelson and Kyle, like if they were in the same situation, they would still eat. I, I know they would. Neither of them would be like, oh, we're out. Like, even for a second, I thought maybe Kyle, but no, he'd do it. Like, he knows yeah. what the show is. Like, let's talk about it as an outside type thing. It's still a show where you need entertaining moments. 
he should know that like he's a character on a show and this is entertaining. This is going to show him as a good person. This is going to show him as a competitor, but he doesn't care. It's so confusing to me. Yeah, it's uh it was just like so sickening to watch. He's like such a sore loser. Mm-hmm. He's the worst. He wants to be, he wants to be known as the top dog, but isn't willing to do anything to make him look like one. It's ridiculous. Uh, Amber and CT win the portion by a good margin. Yeah. CT tells them that hey, your reward is you get to give some more sheep organs and ram testicle and some blood to another team. Uh, they have this plate. They don't know who they're going to give it to. Are they going to give it to Leroy Nani? Are they going to give it to Cam and Corey? Are they going to give it to Bessie and Casey? And Leroy and Cam are like, give it to Bessie and Casey. They're not winning anyway. Just, like, don't be a jerk. And that's, like, it's CT. He knows what it takes to win a final. He might give it to Leroy and Nani because he knows Leroy's the best eater. And he might give it to Cam and Corey because they're in second place. Uh, it is a cliffhanger that is unnecessary but also to set up for next week. Yeah, in my heart as a viewer, I was like, oh, yeah, give it to Casey and Fessy. But I'm also not a challenge champ. CT is. The smart thing would be to give to someone who's still in the contingent. Even if it pisses them off, it's for money. And he says to Amber, this very well could be a $450,000 or $900,000 decision. And then we get the cliffhanger. But it speculate the speculator in me wants to say he gives it to Cam and Corey. I liked watching um, Nani be like, please don't. Come, come on, man. Please don't. Please don't do this. I would have been like, hey, remember when I made you the rogue agent and I just let you skate here? Come That's on, man. I, I literally, I screenshotted that moment of Nani. Her face was like, no, no. Because she was already, like, dreading all the food she's eaten at that point. It's like, it's like I, I can't do more. I can't possibly do more. <laughs> I would have given it to Fessy because I'm petty, and in like in the words of the great philosopher Marie Rhoda, you're corny. Yes, you deserve it. I, I, I'm giving it to to Cam Corey all day every day because like that's your that's your competition right now. That's your only competition. Is that a bookend again from episode one when she when he didn't pick her? He's I mean, like now now I'm picking you. Oh my God! If he said that, that'd be very petty, and people would be very mad. They're already mad. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, we don't see who the Purge team is. And it does look from the preview that we see Casey and Fessy continuing. But just by watching Casey get to the stand where the food was, I can't see her lasting much longer. No. it her, the, the bandaging that they did, like, I'm not a medical professional or anything, and I think that the, the tightness or the compression of the, her leggings were probably – very helpful in that mm-hmm. that time. It kind of just looked like they like tied a little, did a little bunny loop of gauze, and they were like, "Okay, walk like, to did, the platform." Did the cameraman do it? What was? Did TJ do it? I don't know. Yeah, they they are getting purged. I I I, I am going to say it out right here. There's no way this team was continuing, especially because Fessy isn't eating. He's not That's eating. True. So I don't. I don't know if I want, going to go on. I want TJ to call him out so bad. Call him I'll out. Same. Be like, Fessy, you want to be here? Fessy will get mad at TJ, which you shouldn't do, and TJ just cuss at him. Love when he does that. Oh, it's it gives me so much so much joy. It's like watching Jeff berate people on Survivor. 
<laughs> yeah, for casual viewers, maybe the cliffhanger for next because like, who are CT and Amber going to give it to? For people who are like deeply invested in this and hate Fessy, it's like, will TJ yell at Fessy? Yeah, we're like, we hope so. I mean, he won't yell at him the same way Jeff would. Jeff would be like, so you don't love your kids back home? Right. You're not going to hold on to this fully kids. longer? Yeah. <laughs> Amber's like, I do with Darrell. I've got to say, after watching this first portion, I doubted Amber B all season. The time that I've been in this podcast, I've been a staunch hater of Amber B. I'm going to take away the B for a moment. Amber killed it this episode. I said on last week's podcast that, you know, CT might carry her. Amber won their first run. She won the tube thing when, yes, she wasn't fighting as much as CT was, but she still won that. And she was a trooper with this eating. Like, they are dominating this final so far. I'm glad there's a second day because, you know, some of my other favorite teams are still in it. But, geez, it's it's incredible to watch. Yeah, she can lose. I'm mad. I'm mad at Cam right now. I'm like, dude, you're letting this girl dust you. Like, she's dust. She's, she's killing you. It's not CT's beating you. Amber's destroying you. And, like, you're supposed to be the queen of the challenge right now. Kick butt, man. Because you, like, you got to go into full engage. I know it's, like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But sometimes it is a sprint in certain moments. And it's it's getting bad. It's it's looking especially ugly, especially if they get that extra plate of food. I think, I think you know, the mindset of it's a marathon, not a sprint is fine. But after CT and Amber win the first two checkpoints, that third one, the two-mile run and the food, you've got to kill it. Yeah. I also think it's, again, I think that all the women are underestimating Amber, and it's it's giving her an advantage. Everybody's like, oh, we got to make sure CT doesn't finish. we got to make sure CT doesn't come in first. It's like, well, he has a partner. I also think, too, that because – Nani and Leroy are partners, and because Cam is in the final as well, there's a lot of distractions there where Cam is like, oh, my God, is Leroy going to get purged? Where she's not focused on, like, oh, my God, am I going to win this checkpoint and even this final in the long run? Whereas, like, maybe if Leroy went, weren't there, Cam would be more focused and vice versa. Maybe if Cam weren't there, Leroy would be much more focused. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. I think it it feels like people aren't as focused as I as they want them to be. Like, I'm not there. I'm not competing, but isn't this what you've been working toward? Yeah, it just felt to me like CT and Amber were definitely, like, in final mode. Fessy and Casey, before the slip-up, quite literally, were in final mode. But the first two checkpoints, like, Nani and Leroy and Cam and Corey, I'm like, come on. Like, this is what you've been here for probably ten weeks for. Yeah, step it up. It's it's maddening. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on the episode before we wrap up? I think that about covers it for me. For me, I just wanted to say that, like, when I initially watched it before we started recording this, I was like, this episode's like, eh. I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, jazzed on it. But, like, talking to you guys about it, now I'm like, okay, this is actually a really good episode. <laughs> I enjoyed it. it. It was different. And it also opened my eyes to Amber B. I'm still not a fan, but like Amber. I've got to give – oh, you're right, Amber. Let me give her <laughs> credit. But she's doing something right. It's a little late yeah, in the game, but, <laughs> but now's when it matters, I guess. Amber pulled a pretty woman on us. She pulled like I, – I, who is this? I don't know who this girl is. And Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. <laughs> let astray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she fire festivaled all of us. Exactly. <laughs> Man, okay, we'll 
maybe this was the most exciting episode of the season, and it's at the end. You don't, you never hear that because usually it gets to the final, and I check out, and I'm actually engaged. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you can, follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, at Caffeine Confessionals, CaffeineConfessionals.com. Follow Luke on Twitter, at the PQ Luke. Nikki on Twitter, at the Nikki Sin. Myself, at the Alan Aguirre. Have a fantastic day.